Hello and welcome back to Caught My Ear. We are a music podcast where two music-obsessed mates chat about the music that they've been listening to this week, as well as some news items. You are listening to episode five. My name is Vivian. And my name's Maddie. Yeah, so we're just going to go straight into the news. Maddie, what have we got? Okay, so the first story we've got is Lil Dicky has come out with a new song called Earth. Um, So this article is from Rolling Stone by Andy Green. For the past three years, Lil Dicky has quietly been creating one of the biggest all-star charity records since We Are The World, and he's finally ready to share it. Earth, a song about the desperate need to save the environment before it's too late, was produced by Benny Blanco and Kashmir and features the rapper alongside Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Halsey, Zach Brown, Brendan Urie, Hayley Steinfeld, Wiz Khalifa, and a million other singers that so list many. goes on. Mm. So basically, he's written this satire. Yeah, like it's, it's not really satire. A lot of his other music is, is satire and his comedy music. And yeah. It's funny, but this one has a lot more serious of a message mm. um it's very cute it's so cute animal animations yeah I'm it. the video is so cute and it's just so interesting that he of all people have he's come out with this song about the environment and it's actually quite obviously a serious topic yeah and he obviously puts his own you know sort of touch on it it's very cute and it is like funny you know some of the lines are really funny that each of the different animals all the different animals yeah so basically say. the concept is that um all of the different artists who are featured mm. are like representing different animals yeah yeah and then at the end he talks to leonardo dicaprio and it's actually it's literally voice, leonardo yeah. dicaprio which, which is, is really cool great yeah so he i think actually the proceeds of the the song go to his charity yeah that's right which yeah. is you know really cool and i think it's really it's really nice how he's sort of doing a modern we are the world you know yeah that's right i mean like it's cool to see so many artists getting in on the whole, you know, climate change thing, because mm. let's be honest, it's real. We're going to die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, keen for that. <laughs> keen yeah. for all of the rainforest to be gone by 2030. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's really cool. Um, yeah. And it's just so funny though. I mean, I don't really like the song. No, I mean, it's, it's a really sort of straightforward song and he it's you know when he sings it's auto-tune and then uh, the artists they're not i don't think yeah but the artists themselves like all of the different artists who are featured on it yeah. they're good but i mean yeah. i just don't really like lil dicky to mm. begin with so it's yes. not my thing but it's a really good cause and i'm excited to all for it mm. yeah absolutely yes all right next what have we got so our second news story is about beyonce and her we'll say latest studio album i know she's released something else just recently but this is her last studio album lemonade so this is coming from music feeds from jackson langford so beyonce has been keeping her fans fed this week and now she's taking it a step further by reportedly making her 26 album lemonade available on apple music and spotify next week the album is widely considered beyonce's best as well as one of the best albums of that year but was previously only available to stream on title which she co-owns with husband jay-z and a bunch of other huge artists it was also available to purchase on itunes and amazon music as well as physical copies from re- retailers 
Yeah, I think it's really interesting how um, she's suddenly putting this out um, because uh, Jackson Langford also talks about later in the article, he says, this news comes just hours after she dropped her Netflix documentary Homecoming as well as surprise releasing a live album of the same name. Both the doco and the album are centred around her 2018 Coachella headline performance. So I think it's really interesting because... Uh, she's surprised dropped this live album as well as documentary. Yeah. And then she's like, Lemonade will also be available to pretty much mostly everyone on Spotify and Apple Music. Yeah. You By know. the way, here's yeah. Lemonade. I've got something else to make money off now. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> it's really... But it's so interesting because when Lemonade did come out, it created this sort of... I won't, yeah, controversy because it was like, why aren't you releasing it on the top streaming platforms? All you're doing is promoting um, this, your own sort of business, which people saw as a little bit greedy because it's yeah. like, you and Jay-Z are one of, well, two of the biggest artists in this world and you're promoting your own streaming service, you know, why not give something to little guys? But, you know, three years later, yeah, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I won't. I don't really like Beyonce's music, but neither do I. I mean, like, you know, early Beyonce, like mm. Sasha Fierce era, mm. like all that stuff. You know, was great, but like latest albums, not really for me. Yeah, it's it's not really. I our can't style. like. I can appreciate the production and like all of the effort and like all of this. You know, the whole production behind everything because it's insane and she yeah. puts so much effort into her art oh, and it's yeah. ridiculous but it's just yeah not something that I would yeah be interested in listening to so when you know Lemonade came out and everyone was like oh I, I can only listen to it if it's on title blah 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 mm. and I was like don't really care because yeah, I'm not it's really like, listening to it anyway yeah so. yeah but I can yeah I can imagine um how her fans would have felt yeah, absolutely. Because you're just paying for another streaming service that you probably won't really use apart from listening to. Yeah, to listening to, like, that one album. Yeah, <laughs> so... But, anyway... On to a sad story now. Sad news. Very sad news. Um, this is coming from E! News. I mm-hmm. know how um, shocking of me. <laughs> Written by Alyssa Morin. So, Adele and her husband, Simon Konecki, have officially called it quits. The Sad. Grammy winner and her longtime partner have decided to separate after being together for an upwards of eight years. The 30-year-old star's representatives confirmed to several publications by the Associated Press on Friday evening. The couple share a six-year-old son, Angelo, whom Adele gave birth to back in 2012, which seems like forever ago. So I cannot believe ago. it's been so long. Mm. Um, so of the couple's separation, the hitmaker's rep said in a statement that they are committed to raising their son together lovingly. The statement continued, as always, they asked for privacy. There will be no further comment. Very so sad. sad. I know. They were such a cute couple. So cute. And she always, you know, look, it's really hard, I would imagine, being a celebrity, you know, one of the biggest artists like Adele is, and then, you know, wanting to keep a relationship private and, you know, keep it to yourself. But yeah, Which and, she's done a fairly good job of. She has, like, She's definitely. done so well, you know, like, mm. keeping her family life and out of the, you know, out of the press and yeah, yeah. all and, of that. But every time she did speak of him in interviews, it was always so, so sweet. And, 
um, whenever she dedicated songs to him. It was so, so cute. And it's just sad. Just breaks my heart. Yeah, <laughs> just breakups are sad. and Yeah. I don't know. I, I obviously, you know, wish them all the best and I hope they can both sort of come out of this, you know, in a better place. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, very sad. Very sad. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on from the sad topics yes, because I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. So at this point, what we're going to encourage you to do is pause the podcast and head on down to the description below where he- we have the links to our YouTube playlist and Spotify playlists where the songs that we talk about for the rest of the episode will be linked and you can have a listen to them before we get into it and chat about them so you know the songs mm. that we're talking about. Yes. So... We're going to start with our songs of the week, and for me this week, my song of the week is Social Cues by Cage the Elephant. Now, so... Another Cage the Elephant <laughs> yeah. song, Vivian. Come I know, on. I know. I, 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 yeah, look, I love them, okay? Just Explain accept it. yourself. <laughs> so basically this song is coming from their uh, latest album. They've just released it. It's also called Social Cues, so the song is the title track. And it's a really, really cool song. First of all, love the album. So good. It's it's just really, um, I feel like they're really in top form right now in their careers. Because, yep, yep. you know, they've been around for over 10 years, you know, wow, really doing yeah. their thing. So, yeah, it's a great album. But this song, um, Social Cues, it's, it's a really, I really like it because um, it's very sort of Cage the Elephant, you know, uh, led by, you know, uh, over driven guitars like heavy sort of instrumentation but also like the layered vocals that they're known for yeah i um, absolutely love that i yeah. haven't listened to much of cage the mm. elephant but the songs that you have shown me that's something that's always like stood out it's like all the cool there. vocal like layered effects yeah. and stuff that's really yeah. awesome it's it's really cool um but what i really like about the song is sort of the lyrics it talks about um how they're sick of being sort of pigeonholed into like one genre of you know music. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and you know, they when when he sings in the chorus, he says, you know, okay, I'm just gonna s- stand back in the back room. I'll play my role. You know, we'll do whatever you say, but I don't know how long I can keep this up for much longer. You know, yeah. it's sort of yeah. them showing how tired they are of just you know they're branded as this kind of band or they fit into this genre because if anything i i truly believe they're a band that has really sort of um merged different genre elements together and it it, for me anyway i think it is really hard to pigeonhole them but you know it obviously it happens and it happens to a lot of artists so i think it's really cool that they decided to put out a song that's sort of addresses that so yeah i think it's something that sort of goes very like unnoticed a lot oh yeah like the music sphere or whatever Mm. like people get you know pigeonholed and all of this sort of thing because of like some of the instruments they use or yeah like the people that they collaborate with and Mm. things like that and i don't think many people are talking about it oh so it's great to see them actually like address it head on and be like look we don't agree with this Mm. like stop doing this to us we Mm. can you know express our art and all that stuff however we like and you can enjoy it or you can't Mm. like it's simple as that yeah so i think that's good yeah definitely definitely check that one out guys yeah so maddie What's your song of the week? My song of the week is called Heaven by Luke Burr. Now, 
Um, Luke Bird doesn't have too many um, songs out. Mm-hmm. He, he He's, like, released a couple of singles and stuff, but no studio albums or anything. But this single is very cool. Mm-hmm. I love a good gospel track. It's not, like, yes. overly gospel, but it's <laughs> got lots of gospel elements. Like, very... Yeah. He's got very soulful and, like, rich vocals and like the backing Mm. this whole back there's like throughout the whole thing there's like a gospel choir like backing vocals and Mm. then but at the same time it's like this amalgamation of gospel and like edm sort of because there's like little like um after the chorus sort of hits there's like this section that's all like electronic samples and synths and Mm. like really bouncy kind of um melodic lines but and then it goes straight back into the really stripped like downplayed yeah verses and then the chorus comes back and it's like the gospel like mm. really cool very um i love a good yeah well when you played it for me um i really liked when sort of you know i guess we'll call it the drop it's not really a drop, yeah it's but, not really a drop but i but mean we'll, yeah. we'll call it that <laughs> um for the purposes of explaining exactly um <laughs> It, it was really cool to sort of hear that type of song experiment with those kind of sounds. Yeah, because yeah. Because you don't hear that no. in that sort of genre. So it's, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I think it's a real, like, and he, the way that he's sort of amalgamated the two mm. genres. Again, it, it sort fits. of coming back to the whole Cage the Elephant thing, like pigeonholing. Yeah. It's not like a religious god like gospel track. It's not yeah. like yeah. an electronic, Pop you know, song, yeah. dance rave song. It's sort of like a chill um, combination of mm. the two, and I think it's definitely something that I'll be listening to a lot. Mm. Mm. Um, now, Under a Rock is our yes. next segment, and I'll hit it off with my track, which is from Sigrid, mm-hmm. a Norwegian singer. Yes. Um, it's called Sight of You. Now, Sight of You is a track off her latest um, album. It's actually her debut studio album. Oh, I didn't know Called that. Sucker Punch. Yeah, it was released like early March and okay. I haven't really like I've been a fan of Sigrid um for a while and I've heard like singles pop up here and there when they do and but I've never really um had the chance to listen to like her music yeah, a lot and I haven't probably. listened to many of the tracks off this album but this one really stands out to me it's very punchy and sort of like mm. Because the thing that stands out to me in this song is there's, like, the strings Yeah. throughout. There's, like, um, these really punchy sections in, like, the intro and in the chorus. It's just, like, yeah. really upbeat. And it's not something that you hear often in, no. like, pop music. Like, no, you don't. Yeah. this genre. And it's, I don't know, it's just something that's it, really cool. Yeah. And... It really drives the chorus, too, because as soon as it... Uh, the chorus starts and you hear those strings. You just, you just feel like you want to dance. You I know. know. I just, I, I just wanted to like tap my foot. Like, yeah. When I heard it because it's just something that you just want to like keep it, moving. It's to such and... a driving sort of instrument. It's so cool. Yeah. Very very cool. That. So that's a definitely a song. I'm gonna have to listen to the rest of the album, mm, but see how you like it. Yeah, yeah, and see if it's as cohesive as mm. I would like it to be. But yeah, Sigrid's definitely one to watch. I'm definitely a fan of her. Yeah. Of her stuff. So what's your under a rock? Uh, my under a rock this week is Wash It All Away by San Cisco. So, um, my under a rock this week's a bit different. So, I, I know San Cisco, I've listened to their music, but, uh, it kind of just was this 
sort of thing for me where I listened to their 2015 album Gracetown just on repeat over and over again for that year and then I just when it came out yeah yeah, I just forgot about it and (laughs) it's so weird because I just have not listened to them since then even though I know they've released stuff since that album I just just haven't been bothered yeah (laughs) so check up on what they're doing yeah so I was on Spotify and then Wash It All Away came across uh, one of my playlists and I was like oh my gosh I love this song like a like an awakening yeah (laughs) and as soon as it the like the drums come in and then the really nice sort of beachy guitar I just knew the lyrics straight away and I was like oh I love this song like I was kind of annoyed at myself that I forgot about it yeah yeah um, but yeah, so it, it's, it's kind of just like rediscovering them, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. but yeah, Wash It All Away. It's a really, really cool track. Um, it's my favorite song from that album. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's basically, it just really sort of sits within my taste. Um, it's, you know, uh, driven by these really cool, like, um, sort of light, beachy guitar um chords and the lead singer he's in his falsetto the whole time which mm-hmm. you know we love we've spoken <laughs> about many times even though we're only up to five episodes it's i like know been a, it's, it's been just a feature and everyone exactly <laughs> um but yeah so it's really cool um and it's just such a chill fun song to listen to um and then when it gets to the chorus it gets a little bit heavier the the chords are um the guitars, sorry, are heavier, and, um, it's just, it's just such a cool song, and I really, I really was annoyed at myself that I forgot about it, but, you know, as I rediscovered it, it's just, like, also a really cool feeling when yeah. you rediscover music. You fit back into your element, mm. and you just, you're yeah. just like, oh, yeah. You feel at peace. Everything feels at peace with the world. <laughs> yeah, everything feels right again. <laughs> <laughs> everything has fallen into place. The jigsaw puzzle has been completed. <laughs> yeah, so, Love um... It. Yeah, so that's my under rock this week. But um, now we are heading into the uh, final songs. So we're heading into Caught My Ear. What caught my ear this week, Maddie, is Ender by Now Now. So Now Now are a American rock band, and I, um, I've listened to their stuff for years. And the best way to describe them is uh, sort of just, you know, like an indie rock band, very driven by guitars. Yeah, yeah. And pretty much most of their stuff. Um, but Ender is really interesting. It is not like that at all. So it starts off with these really sort of empty just synths. Yeah. And uh, the lead singer's voice. And it's just so... airy it sounds like it should be on like a sci-fi soundtrack yeah actually that's such a good point that's actually a really good point because it's it's um the chords are you know uh they're just so interesting and it just feels like it shouldn't fit within their discography but at the same time it's it's really cool to see how they've evolved yeah how they've um, developed their sound, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it sort of gets into the chorus where there's just, you know, one sort of beat and these um, really sort of heavy synths come in and, m- like, merged with the uh, sin- the singer's voice, it's just like, oh, my gosh, it just feels so right. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's really cool because I was, um when I was sort of reading about the song, um... Ender means heart in Elvish, which is really cool. Elvish, yeah, oh my God. such a cool uh, thing. And you know the lyrics, uh, I really love. 
you know, I've talked about this before, I really love when sort of people talk about mental health in their songs and everything. And um, in the song, they talk about how humans have the tendency to just self-destruct and then follow that cycle. And, um, you know, humans find it really hard then to just get out of the cycle. And it's really cool um, how they talk about that as the centre of everything. And, yeah. you know, really just existential. That's my... <laughs> existential dread. That's that's Hell yeah. my brand. <laughs> <laughs> very own brand for people. I love that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, and, yeah, it's just such a different song for them, and I think it's really cool how they're just sort of trying something different. For me, I think it works. Yeah, um, when you when you first showed it to me, I was mm. like, okay, this is some, because I'd never heard of this yeah. band before, and I had no idea their previous work, and I listened yeah. to this, and I was like, okay, this is this cool, like, weird ethereal yeah. thing. Very, mm. like, um dream dreamy vibes very dreamy cool and then you played me this other song and it was the polar opposite it just started out with this guitar and i was like hold on it's like we're using actual instruments now like (laughs) what's going on yeah who are these people yeah it's just so interesting and i I love when artists do that when they just sort of try something different and when it pays off it's so good absolutely yes jumping off that point yes it's exactly the same like idea with my caught my ear yes which is um nothing really matters by gabrielle applin now your fave (laughs) my one of my faves gabrielle applin um if any of you are fans of gabrielle applin you'll know that her genre is very um a lot of like a lot of her early music i should say like english Mm. rain um era Mm. is all very acoustic and lots of guitars and piano ballads and yeah gorgeous um you know instrumentation and vocals and everything like that but this latest track nothing really matters it is completely like 180 it's all Mm. um manufactured like since vocal samples off the charts like it's ridiculous but her voice just works on it there's just Mm. something about it it's so like breathy and just gorgeous yeah like there's also there's also a um, piano acoustic version oh. which I adore. Yeah. And I love that I, I showed it to Vivian yeah. and we just couldn't stop. Yeah. Like Yeah, because when you played me uh sort of the original version, I was I instantly was like, Okay, this is this is the weird. production value is so good. It's so good and it's so funny because I mean I'm I've listened to Gabrielle Applin's stuff. Um I, I don't listen to it regularly, but I know sort of, you know, where has again, pigeonhole, you know, yeah, sort of where exactly. that sits, that's you right. Know? Yeah. That's how you know her. But then you hear this song and it's just, when the vocals come in, it just works. Yeah. It fits so well within the genre and you sort of, you know, it's just so interesting, again, how artists evolve and they change and when it pays off, it's just, yeah. it works so well. And here, like, I love Gabrielle Applin's voice. Mm. That's one of the things that I love so about her music beautiful. so much. It's just, like, she, it's so, it, she's got this, like, innocence about her mm. that just, like, radiates mm. through her music and, yeah. like, the way that she sings. And she just, it's like a breath of fresh air. And, it like, is. whenever, like, I listen to her, it's like she's, like, her voice is just, like, floating. Yeah. Over the top of everything. Mm. And it's just like it's like a like a calm wind. Yeah. Like, that's that's the only way I can describe it. It's just yeah. so floaty and, no, and I, beautiful. Yeah, I I completely like understand what you mean. And I feel like she 
is one of those artists that will transcend sort of genres as you know sort of the years go on because I feel like she's very able to sort of you know find different elements of different genres and you know sort of make her own way I think yeah I think because like along along the way she's um sort of evolved her style quite a lot because like because when you go back to like English Rain it was you know like Mm. I said previously it was like very folky like acoustic Mm. like soft stuff and then, like, her next album, um, I didn't particularly like, mm. but, um, what is it called? Oh, Light Up the Dark, that's what yeah. it's called. Um, and it's, that's, it's a very dark, sort mm. of, there's, like, a lot of, like, I won't say, like, rock elements, yeah. but there's a lot of, like, heavier, sort of, okay. darker vibes, and I don't really like many of the songs on there. Mm. But, but now she's sort of, um morphing her way into like the electronic sort of mm. um area and you know getting all of these like um samples and things in her music and mm. like miss you was another like mm. ep that she released i think 2017 maybe mm-hmm. um but yeah that ep is really good um but yeah a lot of her more electronic stuff now it just seems to yeah to work yeah it works and i i think it's really cool how she's done that yeah so I'm excited to see if she keeps continuing on this sort of like electronic mm. experimental um, sort of yeah, thing along this path, but we'll see if she <laughs> goes into some other genre. Yeah, see if she experiences something else. Yeah. yeah. So that's it for this week's podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out on Spotify and we're now on Apple. Yay. Hell yeah. It we're is on happened. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> You can all stop screaming at us. I it's know. fine. But we're still on Castbox and Stitcher, TuneIn, Blueberry, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're probably there. So yes. We've done it. Check yes. us out. <laughs> so um, let us know what you uh, thought about the songs this week. We really, really do love when you guys sort of talk to us about different songs that you've been listening to and what you thought about, you know, our picks of the week. Um, you can also check us out on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on uh facebook twitter and instagram but um yeah so see you next monday with a new episode of caught my ear until then see you later see you guys